Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Anytime I've done reality television, it's based off of a real relationship that I have. So I wasn't casted, never been casted to be in reality. So doing an ensemble cast, that was like scary to me. Stay tuned. We'll get into my conversation with Malika Hawk right after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Hey, raindrops. So look, one of my loves, one of my baby dolls. This woman is someone who actually is one of the sweetest women that I know. She's so kind-hearted, so sweet, but the bitch is shady and fun, and I want you guys to see that side of her, or should I say hear that side of her, because she makes me laugh. I'm talking about my sister from another mister, Miss Malika Batty Hawk. Hello. How are you, baby doll? I miss you so much. I miss you too. I feel like I see you, but it's not physical, so it's not enough. You you know what I'm saying. I want to like run and jump in your arms like I used to. Like, hold me. (laughs) (laughs) I know because we used to work together and see each other every day. Let's just get right into it. Everyone knows you. Listen, you're an actress, a reality star. You and I met because when I was producing Hollywood Divas, it was the third season, and I wanted to shake things up a bit and bring someone on that I just felt like, not misunderstood, but that no one just knew in in terms of like really know them. Malika and her friend Dorian from College Hill, who has a skincare line called Butter, we were there for two hours. Yeah. And guys, I was like, Malika, you're not anything I thought you were. And I said, if I feel that way, then I'm pretty sure the world must feel this way. And I was determined to get you on Hollywood Divas 
because I was like, if y'all can see what I'm seeing for two hours, we can really make a change here. And luckily, you and I had this connection. You was like, let's just do it. What made you want to enter that realm of doing Hollywood Divas? Well, I, you know, anytime I've done reality television, it's based off of a real relationship that I have. So I wasn't casted, never been casted to be in reality. So doing an ensemble cast, that was like scary to me. I was like, why would you do this? I actually bought you. There's something, and I, that's what I say forever. I'm like, I think there's like something to be said about building relationships with people and trusting that if they see you and the way that you see yourself, it's a safe place to try something new. Cause I knew I wasn't on my own. I knew you weren't going to try to make me look like this completely different person. Like I, I genuinely believed and still believe to this day that you see me the way I see myself. So that, that was safe for me. And I was, I was in a place where, you know, nine times out of 10, I don't, if, if it's not with my sister or not with my best friend, I don't do it. And that was a really, it was a good step for me. It was almost like, you know, you handed me an opportunity to prove something not only to myself, but also to show up in a different way. And it was maturing. It was very maturing for me. Yeah, and no, and, and the thing about it is, so you were on the show with Golden Brooks, Paula Day Parker, Countess Vaughn, and Lisa Wu, and the the purpose of me creating that show was to show Black women in Hollywood, like in all different phases of their career. And when you came on the scene, you fit in so beautifully, and you were so comfortable, and you and Golden had this great friendship. And what was so fun about it, and I'm just gonna say it. A lot of people are like, Malika is like a sister. <laughs> like, I didn't know Malika could get down that way. Were you surprised that people assume like you were this valley girl that, you know, lived a certain life? And then when you were around these other black women, you were going toe to toe in terms of conversation and reads, but you also were just so fucking present in the moment. Well, it's funny because as much as I'm a Valley girl, I'm a black woman. For some reason, that's shocking. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but for some reason, that's shocking. You know, a lot of the women in my family and my life are black women as well, happen to be quite similar to me. And I think that what was different was people were experiencing a different type of black woman who came from something that really hasn't been, there hasn't been a whole lot of light shined on black women that didn't grow up in primarily black environments, but still come from black families and households and cultures and all of those things. I mean, what did we have? We had D from Clueless. Well, that was Beverly Hills. Right. Either way, you know, it's still a movie. So I'm saying, but there haven't been that many depictions of someone that you know, was raised by a teacher and pronunciates all her words and has a twang. And, you know, like I've known my life longer than probably anyone else knew how different I may have been when I went into different arenas or different environments or different states. Like my sister and I were like, you know, somewhat kind of afraid to say that shooting the movie ATL in Atlanta was a bit of a culture shock for us. Because we lived in a world where everybody was blended and nobody was the same. 
I went into Atlanta and everybody was black. So there were things along my journey that I learned because I was playing a character that was from Atlanta that was great for me. So it opened and expanded my mind. Everybody doesn't always come into my world. So when they are closed off or don't understand or think I'm not proud of being black or that I'm trying to be white or something other than who I am, I think it's just, it's ignorance. And, you know, I've known for a long time coming that you don't beat the ignorant for being ignorant. They're ignorant. May they at some point learn the things that I've learned and be able to walk, move and, you know, be whoever you are in whatever environment you're in. Yeah, no, and I could not agree more because, again, it was the beauty of showing a side of you that I just felt like people never got a chance to see because you're a private person. Guys, y'all would think Malika, who has access to the world, would be on private jets every day, going to every party. I'm just private. Like, that. people are like, what do you do? I'm like, why would I run around and tell everybody what... I do. That's what I do. You know, and some people really are more comfortable in that fashion. It's just never been who I am. I'm just very introverted in that way. I just chose a very extroverted way of living and, you know, financial means and whatever. I mean, I have a lot of things I do in private that people don't know, you know, even as far as work-wise. I just, that's just, some things I like to keep near and dear, like for myself. Yeah, no, even when you were going through the process of having a baby, you and I talked about that privately. Like I knew about your your, your journey of freezing eggs and going through IVF and you and I would have these personal conversations. I would go to Malika's crib. We'll just sit on the couch, talk shit and just have fun. And to me, you're so misunderstood only because you're private. But what you said earlier is a lot of people really think like, oh, she, she's not a black mom. And I'm like, her best friend is Lauren London, Cassie. This is the part I do understand. One of my best friends is one of the most successful people or one of the most famous people out here. So that's all they pay attention to. So really, that's not them looking at me because I haven't really given you me if you Truly pay attention. I have friends from all walks of life and the majority of my friends are black. So, but if you only look at one avenue, then I can see how people could look at it that way. We'll be right back after some quick ads. This is Reality with the King. And I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into my conversation with Malika Hawk. Do you feel like you're in Chloe's shadow sometimes? Or did you ever feel that way? No. I think that, you know, shadows are very interesting because they come and they go, right? Sometimes you have to be in a specific area to be able to see a shadow. And I've never, I've never felt unseen. It depends on what you're looking for. I've always been met where I needed something or in, in whatever way or capacity I've been in any person's life. I've always felt like I was met with respect and love and all of those things. That's why you sustain and keep relationships. 
it's not meant for everybody to know the ins and outs of, you know, of your relationship. I think it's just easy for people to say, well, why don't you go get your own show? Or why don't you go get blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not the desires of my heart. I only stepped into reality television because I was supporting my best friend. That was her situation. That was her dream. And it just happened to blow into something much larger than maybe everybody even thought it would be. But you know, that's who we are to each other. We write it out, whatever we commit to and say, we're going to do with each other. That's what we do. And I'm sorry, her, the blessing that was set out, maybe just for her family has immensely blessed me and mine. So call it a shadow. If you want to, it's one of the brightest shadows I've ever seen. <laughs> you said something that struck me and I want people to know this because again, this platform, this podcast is to get to know the side of my friends that I feel like a lot of people don't know. You are so right in terms of how you guys support each other. When you were on Hollywood Divas, Khloe Kardashian made an appearance on a TV One show and supported you and taped a scene only because of you. She supported you like something that I don't think people even understand. When we shot the reunion and you set that fucking stage on fire, and you read everybody on that stage, and people were like, oh, I fucks with Malika. What y'all don't know is, Khloe Kardashian pulled up in her phantom, gave the keys to our producer, Brent. <laughs> right? Like, I'm here to see Malika. We're like, Khloe, we know you, girl. Come through. She could not have been more sweet. First of all, guys, she's gorgeous. Could not be more sweet. She sat in the audience. In the audience with a bunch of, what you call them, like the paid audience members, was not a diva. Did not ask for, you know, water, cupcakes, or anything. She sat there to support her friend on stage. And that's what I want people to know. Like, it's not this one-sided friendship. When you were doing your own thing, she even showed up for you. And I, I just wanted to share that story because, I, again, I just don't think people understand that it is a two-sided relationship that is very sisterly-like. Yeah, and thank you for saying all those things because I think we celebrate each other in that way. So when other people don't know or don't give that to each other, honestly, it doesn't bother us because that's my sister. And, you know, and vice versa, we're very close. So the opinions of others are just more laughable to us than anything because we know how we hold each other down for 20 some odd years. Like it isn't based off of nothing. You know what that's like. Like very few people can even say that like they have kept friendships from when they were kids, let alone be able to like, you know, grow up together, get the bag together. Like there are best friends that wish they could work with their best friend. We've been incredibly blessed to grow up together and stick it out. Oh, no, you hold her down. And, and we know that and she holds you down. We'll get past this. You know, look, we all know what's going on in the news, the whole Tristan thing and everything else. Obviously, she's her sister. All of our listeners are fans of hers, and we love her and adore her, and we're loving the new season of the Kardashians. Can you let us know how she's doing on a personal level? I think she's doing about as well as you could expect for someone in her circumstances. You know, she's not the first woman to ever endure 
adversity in a relationship or be forgiving or, or hurtful or whatever. But there are some glory times that are really meant to just be glory times. And some of that has been stripped from her and it's sad, but she really is one of the strongest people that I know because she's got a good head on her shoulders and, you know, uh, faith is, faith is something else. And she's got a great deal of it. I'll tell you that much. Cause this ain't easy. It's not easy for me to watch. So I know it's not easy for her. Do you like, are you the girl that calls the guy and be like, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, for sure. Please. But you know, we have some relationships that are, you know, family is so important to both of us. And now it's not the same when it's just you. You know, we have these kids now, we have these babies and their fathers are very intricate portions of their lives and they're good fathers. What happens with the moms and the spouses? We can all sit here and say some shit should never happen, but it does. And I think that's when you have to continue to remind yourself of who the priority is. And it's these babies. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we know that this new season is coming up in September. We miss seeing you on television, Malika. Let me ask you this. Do you understand that you gained not only a whole new respect, but a whole new following based on Hollywood divas and how you read the girls for filth. Were you surprised by the reaction people had for you in that moment? Because the comments were insane and people wanted more of you, Malika. A little bit. I was, I was a little, I mean, I'm like big at like looking and then like disappearing. So I don't think initially I took a lot of it in, but I did receive a lot of the love. It was really funny too when people were like, well, that valley girl went right out the door. I'm like, well, I don't know how many people sound like a receptionist when they get hot, but the south side of Chicago, they came from my parents, came right up and out of me. And I think that what was so interesting is because I've seen so many reunions before, but I just never pictured, I didn't even have an idea of how it was going to go because I didn't feel like I had beef with anyone. And then the minute I became a target, I was like, oh, so today is the day that I let people know that I'm really not the one. Got it. So I, I'm like, so you guys are just going to leave me absolutely no choice. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> oh, baby. And you fight. Don't do my twin ever, okay? Not that one. That's mine. I don't play about her. Never, ever have. I used to fight boys when we were younger for her. I've always been a protector. So, you know. Keep it going, though, sis. So could we see you back on TV. I know it's not a priority for you, but is it something that you would be interested in doing if it's the right project? And in your mind, what is that right project, Shell, you want to do it? Who? A loaded question, Mr. King. Look, I'm on the second season of The Kardashians. I'm not leaving that. I don't know what a television show looks like for me. And it's funny because I've been talking about this a lot, like a meeting today and whatever. It's like, you know, I shut a lot of my life down just to raise my son. And, you know, I just got him off to school a month ago because he was ready. And so was I. But now I'm trying to find my own balance and figure out, you know, re-identifying who this woman is. I'll be 40 in March. You know what I mean? Like I have 
so many things that I want to do and so many things that I'm working on and have my hands in that I don't know. I w- it would have to probably be presented to me because I'm not seeking to do a show. But you know me, I don't really leave anything on the table unless it's truly not for me. So if the opportunity presented itself, I would, I would listen. I would listen to you, Carlos. I would listen to you. Well, I have a couple of ideas. You know, listen, I think there's something fun about you and Chloe as like Thelma and Louise going out on some adventure, you know, meeting people, a few good men, army style. I see that. Would, would you do something like that, Malika Hawk? I don't know. I don't know. Let me read. Okay, think about Let that. Me read think about that. I have another pitch for you. <laughs> send me the rundown. <laughs> right. I'll send you the, the one sheet. And then I have another pitch. You know, you're a young mom. You, Cassie's a young mom. Lauren London. Your sister, Khadija, obviously. You know, there's a world to really show this new wave of Black women who are telling their own stories and leading the charge in creating their own narratives. And I think that organic relationship that you have, obviously with your twin, but with the other women I just named, could also be interesting. No, I mean, I love my girls. You know, it's just funny because remember when we were all just like running around and free and now all of us have like all kids and life just looks so much more serious than it did before. Cause it is our priorities are different and I guess it would just have to really align with all of us. You know, any project would be a beautiful experience and memories for us. Anytime you can get somebody else to do home video on you and you don't have to pay for it, but they pay you. I believe in that, you know, it's a blessing to be able to do what we do. So I, I would hear that out as well. If I do a Hollywood Divas reboot, would you do it? Oh, God, Carla. You know, <laughs> because, you know, it really just isn't, my issue isn't the cast. I didn't have an issue with the cast. It's the drama that has to ensue with women that I'm like, I just don't have this amount of drama with women in my real life. Why would I run towards that? It's crazy. I'm like, my anxiety is under control. The blood pressure is good. My health is at an all-time high. I lay my head on the pillow just as comfortably as I want to. And when I don't like the pillow, I go buy a new one. I mean, I just feel very in control. I don't know. Are you thinking about doing a reboot? I'm just asking questions, Malika. Listen, one thing you know about me, and this is a tea for our listeners, me and Malika are always about the business. hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I just don't see why we get up and spend our time doing anything else. No, so when something materializes, you know you'll be the first person that I call. But the other thing that I want people to know is you are like this serial entrepreneur. Yeah. So talk to us about all the other things you have going on because mama is busy so much so. I'm so happy she had time to do this interview because she's booked and busy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably the private piece about me. And I feel like some of the things that I want to do and launch like next year 
are like passion projects of mine that I've probably wanted to do like 10 years ago. I was just like too scared to do them. This little guy, Ace, in my life has just inspired me or showed me how capable I am of literally going into something that I've never done before and actually succeeding by God's grace. So I want to continue to grow and buy properties. And I mean, I love the generational wealth aspect of, you know, I'm, I, I'm now in the long-term long run mind frame and I wasn't always like that, but I have a lot of things that are going to be, I have pretty things that I'm going to do. I have strong things. I have things that I'm going to do that are give back to our community ways for people to feel like, you know, um, through my message or the way I move that things are attainable. That's my goal. My goal is to make other women that have some of the dreams and ambitions that I have get the information in ways that maybe have not been available before. And to also still stay a bit mysterious. I like that part of myself. Like, I'm very comfortable there. I love when people are like, where do you get, how do you make money? It's one of the funniest questions to me. And I'm like, that's what they do. That's what people do. People tell other people how they make money. Isn't that crazy though? Because I think a lot of people think once you're in the limelight and once you become a celebrity, that they have the right to ask you personal questions. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a producer and I'm a host, so I get it. But not to the point of like, how'd you get your money and and and, and things like that. Listen, guys, I can vouch for you. Mama is paid. Mama's living. She is a a gift giver. When we have the wrap party for Hollywood Divas, normally you you just celebrate with your team and you buy drinks. No, guys. Miss Malika brought Carlos King some Gucci sandals (laughs) as a wrap gift. Well, I love you. I mean, you have to remember, I, I I was raised and it's not what you can, you know, materialistically give people because sometimes you have so much more to offer than someone even really needs in something tangible. But you gave me something that I feel was so much greater than a pair of Gucci sandals. I learned about myself. I grew so much in that time frame. I, I learned that I was capable of doing things without my sister, without my best friend. Like, and I'm still learning those things. Those are my favorite security blankets, but you gave me a level of security. So that, that's a, that's a promise that I will probably always reward. I mean, I think you probably deserve a pair of Gucci sandals every year. So just go ahead and drop the <laughs> address and I'll make sure you get that. <laughs> Well, when we sell our next show together, executive producer, we will be buying each other tons of gifts, okay? Give me mine when we're, like, on the beach of some island, please. Yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this, Malika. Where can people find you, follow you, support you, all those things? So, I'm on Instagram, at Malika. I'm on Twitter, ever Malika. And this TikTok thing together. Someone stole my name, but it will be. It will be because we're getting it back. It will be Malika Hawk. So coming soon. 
Okay. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Thank you, baby. <laughs> I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Text me. I will. Oh, don't y'all love some Malika now? See what I mean? She's a cool girl. She's super deep, super fun, and she has great insight on life. And I don't know, guys. I feel like, you know, I may need to figure out a show with Malika. Let me text her so we can figure out some ideas. Yes, child. I'm going to have to go all the way to the valley to meet with, <laughs> to meet up with Malika so we can discuss some things. Thoughts? Opinions? Email me at realitywiththeking at stitcher.com or leave me a voicemail at 310-593-8188. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Lushik Lotus-Lee and LaPortia Thomas. Engineering and music by Marcus Ham. More sauce.